Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Admittedly, I have a pretty complicated relationship with the idea of relationships. When I was younger, my mom pulled a lifetime movie level twist on my dad that I've spent years and countless dollars working intentionally to unlearn and relearn all the shit that I have learned about relationships. And as someone who's been through lots of different types of relationships, from long-term toxic, abusive ones to short-term healthy ones with best friends, where we amicably are like, nah, this ain't it, but it was fun, to right now where I'm currently in a beautiful little ship that's been sailing just fine, despite still, to this day, having to work my own personal shit out. Because unlearning and relearning and unlearning and relearning and releasing and incorporating and realizing takes time. And you gotta be in the experience to get through it. You can't just read about it. So, yeah, I've witnessed and been party to both enough happy relationships in my life that I would identify as truly healthy and dreamworthy, as well as enough happily single folks in my life that I would identify as truly healthy and dreamworthy. And you can't convince me otherwise that no matter what route you end up taking in life, pros and cons are coming for us. Because sure, when you're single, no one's there to help you carry the groceries inside, but nobody's there to eat them bitches either. (laughs) Point is, both single and committed and everything in between has rough parts and amazing parts of it. Single can get tough because feeling lonely is one of the worst feelings on the planet because it's a nuanced and weird one. 
And it's not easily solved by just going to a party and feeling like you've connected, because genuine connection is really complicated. But on the other hand, relationships are really tough too. You have to practice identifying and communicating your feelings, even if it's just about what you feel like you want for dinner. You gotta practice empathy and love and kindness every single day, even when your boss was a dick. And sure, I may be really unqualified to give relationship advice, but I do feel qualified, and if we're 700 episodes in at this point, a part of you thinks I'm qualified too, or at least entertaining enough to listen to me rant about love, so here we go. Recently, a friend and I were talking about her upcoming wedding, and she said it was a red flag to her if you didn't have any nerves about who you're marrying, even if you're convinced you're marrying your soulmate. She herself is going through some questionable feelings on the wedding, not because she's afraid of marrying the wrong person and not because she's not confident in any single identifiable piece of it. To be honest, her doubts are because she's right. She says it's a little flag to not be a little nervous and I, a qualified relationship professional as mentioned in all my disclaimers before, do wholeheartedly agree with her. I could have every single sign point to soulmate, and deep down, I would without a doubt have some doubts. Because here's the thing, as a society, we expect people to know who they want to be forever by 18, and who they want to be with forever by 30-ish. And I'm sorry, but if all witches willing, we do live a long and beautiful full life, you would like me to commit more than half of it to the idea of another person, despite me, only being alive so far for a quarter of it? That's unhinged behavior. We're gambling with our growth, knowing full well most of us have been changing our whole thing every couple of years because we're outgrowing the people we were like we were supposed to. My point is, my number one advice when it comes to marriage is not to not be nervous, because fuck yeah, a little part of you should probably contemplate the what-ifs. Because in my honest opinion, it's impossible to be 100% without a shadow of a doubt confident that the person you're committing to will end up being the person that you want to be committed to in the long run. To me, it's more important to think about if it's somebody you want to commit to growing alongside. Because it's inevitable that you will turn to shit every once in a while, and it'll be nice to know that someone's got you. And they will turn to shit once in a while, and it will be nice to know that you've got them. But ideally, in our healthy relationships, we're understanding that we're committing not to following the exact same path, because it's simply not possible, but to follow parallel paths that allow us both to shine light onto each other's path from a distance when we're at more faraway points, and ideally meet or even cross over a bit at the more important parts of our path. I just feel like it can be really helpful in reframing our relationships and the way we consider our futures together, especially if you're prone to stressing over if you're missing something or gonna regret it or people may change because they will, hopefully, ideally. And there's really no way to bank that we're all gonna share the exact same trajectory, but ideally we can tell if we're sharing trajectories that make sense with the trajectory that you see yourself going which for me feels a lot safer than hoping and praying I'll still like you when I realized, despite my pleading, 
you never refill the ice tray or whatever thing that breaks my brain one day when I'm 52 and married to a Parisian that I really only agreed to marry because of their rent-controlled apartment and a green card. And now I've been researching squatters, right? In Paris, and we, I may have a chance to steal this. Never mind. I'm just kidding. I've lost the thread a little, but I love y'all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 